Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRCV Talk Station. You are listening to Align Your Health, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Oh, it's a beautiful day. And uh, we're here today talking about a much-needed topic. That This, uh, this yes. topic is literally at the cause of so many issues. People are having sleep issues, hormonally-related issues, mood issues, um, problems with their immune system, autoimmune-related problems, food allergies, and they can all be tied back to and linked to a healthy gut. We've talked about this in the past, but last time we talked about it, we talked about it mostly in terms of the gut-brain connection. Yep, yep. And today we're going to be talking about one of the conditions of the gut and probably the most common condition, which is leaky gut syndrome. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's it's gotten, that term, the le- leaky gut syndrome, has definitely taken off in the past few years. It's, it's gained some popularity, especially in the holistic crowd. I'm a lot of people talking about leaky gut. And to be honest with you, we have a lot of people come in and say, I really don't understand what leaky gut is. So we're going to hit that today. Um, and we're going to get hit a lot of helpful things just around leaky gut. Um, but I just, I have to say to start off with, I know we talked about this last week on the show, but I am very happy that we got here. And that we're doing my gut health show. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley's been pushing to do this show for the last few weeks. I have been. (laughs) I've been steamrolling that idea. And uh, at the last minute, changing it up and doing other shows. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we're here too. Because I think especially this time of year, it's really needed. Um, We're we're coming through the holidays right now. And so with Christmas, with um, New Year's, you know, just ahead of us. With uh, right around the corner, Valentine's Day. I don't know if you know we really call, you know consider that to be. A, Is that a real holiday? <laughs> I don't know. It's a yeah. It it's a jewelry holiday for yeah, sure. It's definitely but, a jewelry holiday. <laughs> But the reality is that this is the time we talked about this a few weeks ago. And if you if you made some bad decisions, this is the time to rectify that and to repent from those. But um, <laughs> but we talked about how we tend to sabotage ourselves this time of year. Absolutely. That, what do we say? It's only three days. It's really only three days. The holidays are really only three days. And somehow we turn it into three months of just totally trashing our health. And one of the things that one of the largest casualties is our gut health. Yep. That the sugar, the alcohol, those things really. So, you know, I got I got a list of things here that, you know, we put together that uh, how do we know? How do we know if we're having gut related issues? Um, and so, you know, I think one of the most obvious ones is one that our five year old would love to be in the in this booth right now to talk about. But that is, um, you know, going number two. <laughs> and if it's on schedule, if the uh, you know, you should really be emptying. That uh, that you should really be emptying your colon at least every about six to eight hours. Right, right. You and I have talked about you know this topic in the past and come up with fun ways to to talk about this. But we always go back to using Winston as an example. We have a yes, yeah. family dog, and you know he eats like twice a day and he goes at least twice a day. Right. And um, if if you're noticing that you're not as regular as the meals you're eating that is usually a pretty good indication that you're having some gut issues. Right. Yes. And that is either being bound up and trapped there, which you would probably know Mm because it's uncomfortable. Yep. Or you actually are having issues where it is creating a scenario where with leaky gut, some of the waste product is actually making its way into your body somehow. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, come on, just think about that for a second. That's super gross. So, I mean, we eliminate it for a reason. We need to we need to keep that. Um, and, and you know what's funny is that uh, 
a lot of, a lot of times, you know, elimination of waste is one of the first things we will go to, you know, when somebody's having these kind of health issues. So um, it's so important. It's very critical. And we just have to make sure that that, you know, stuff comes in. It has to get out. Yeah. And let's, you know, reverting back to that episode we did previously talking about the gut brain connection. One of the reasons it's so important is we talked about how with neurotransmitters, like most of our mood influencing, you know, regulating chemicals is in our gut. And so when your gut gets backed up or if you have leaky gut and your gut's unhealthy, you're going to really, it's going to affect your mood. Everyone's, everyone's eating a bad meal and knowing that. But if you're in a constant state of gut dysfunction, you're going to be a constant state of your mood being altered and it being less desirable. Absolutely. And here's what's interesting. Okay. So, so we did, we talked about the connection, um, episode two, so you can go back, go on to iTunes, check out align your health. That's our podcast. And, um, the second radio show we ever did was that gut brain connection radio show. So if you want to hear two novices on the radio, um, we've definitely skipped our game up since then, but if you want to hear us sound like babies and slightly uncomfortable, um, that, that was a great episode though. It has up, it was packed full of amazing information. And so painting the picture for you, um, you know, we don't want to go back in depth into what we talked about there, but painting the picture that really a lot of people will refer to our gut as our second brain, which is interesting. Right. And then, um, and then what, what Dr. Ryan's talking about there is that those, neurotransmitters that most of the neurotransmitters which are our feel-good hormones are actually produced in the gut right and so if something's wrong with your gut and you're not producing those then you're not getting those feel-good hormones but then there's a secondary issue that happens with a lot of patients and that's that in order to get those neurotransmitters um, to your brain it uses the ANS yeah so the nervous system is what's actually communicating right. from the gut back to the brain and vice versa. So when we see patients who have subluxation and they have conditions in their spinal column that are there's creating interference, so if they have vertebra that are out of position, how would you know this? You might have back pain, but the, the best way is you have to get an x-ray yep. and see how healthy your spine is before it ever becomes a problem, ideally. But if we find subluxations in the spine and they're putting pressure on nerves that are controlling the gut... Even if you were cleaning up your gut, even if you were producing neurotransmitters properly, you're never going to get the proper communication between the gut and the brain to influence mood and, and even your immune system. Because we, you know, one of the other things we mentioned in that episode was how about 80% of the immune function um, and immune cells are derived from gut tissue. So leaky gut, let's talk about it for a second. Open up the show with this definition. Leaky gut syndrome really is is called increased intestinal permeability, meaning your intestines um, are supposed to absorb and you know excrete stuff, but when, when they become too permeable, that becomes a problem. It's a result of damage to the intestinal lining, which makes it uh, less able to protect the internal environment of the body. And as well, it needs to filter nutrients and other biological substances. So as a consequence, some bacteria and other toxins now cross the gut barrier. Incompletely digested proteins and fats can do the same, causing allergies. And then waste products may actually leak out of the intestines into the bloodstream. This triggers an autoimmune reaction, typically, which can lead to gastrointestinal problems, abdominal bloating, gas cramps, fatigue, food issues literally can start creating things as serious as autoimmune disorders and uh, 
and really can start compromising our immunity. So we just thought it very important with knowing that so many people suffer from lots of those different things that we need to really address and teach people how to clean up this problem of leaky gut and how to get it back on track. So um, coming up, we're going to talk about you know, several areas, several problem areas where this, um, this starts, and then we're going to go through the process of cleaning up your gut and getting it back on track and getting it healthy. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Align Your Health, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Sitting here with my bride, Ashley. And we're talking about gut health, and we're talking about going to the bathroom and going and talking about our <laughs> intestinal function and talking about all the, all the sexy things that go all with this. sexy topics and health. Again, this would be a show that our... Five-year-old would love. <laughs> he, um, would, he would have loved to be in here to talk about this. Yeah, he just learned how to spell butt, <laughs> B-U-T-T, and then he points and says this kind of butt. Yeah, he thinks it's so. He would amazing. love. He would love this show. Um, but you know, in reality, I, I don't think most people relate a lot of their health problems to their gut. So we were just talking about a lot of the the problems that arise from gut issues, and, and a lot of them are mood related and and immune related problems, right? Absolutely. So. so that being said, I, I would say a large amount of health issues we see are, are linked to the gut. So when we start adjusting people and we start getting their spine and their nervous system healthy, one of the first things we start trying to do is help them clean up their intestinal function right. through food and through supplements. So we're going to give you guys kind of the, the four-step plan to clean up your nutrition and clean up your gut. And then we're also going to give you um, just kind of how to, how to support the immune system through that process. But let's talk about where, how does this happen? So how do we end yes. up with gut issues? Right. So right. We, got a, we got a list here, but I think let's start with the ones that make the most sense. Inadequate sleep. When we're not sleeping, we're not healing and repairing. And so when we're not sleeping, our gut isn't able to heal and repair just like any other part in our body isn't able to heal and repair. Right. Um, so inadequate sleep is one of the major issues with gut dysfunction. Uh, what's another one? Stress. Yes. Stress. Um yeah. And, and stress, I mean, stress does so many things to our body, but I think, you know, in terms of the gut, um, we talk a lot about, um, we'll see those unbalanced stress hormones that it'll affect, you know, hormonally, uh, everything that's going on in your body. Yeah. And one of them is cortisol. Cortisol actually, when cortisol, which is released when we're, when we're in a stress response, when cortisol is released, it actually decreases our gut motility, meaning we're not able to move stuff through our gut as fast. And the longer something's in the gut, the more of a problem it's going to create. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I think coming back from that first segment, I mean, I would say that personally, my biggest takeaway was just hearing you say that, um, you know, when you're not excreting something, when you're not going to the bathroom, it's literally staying in your body and then leaking out into your bloodstream. Yeah, definitively, that's where the name leaky gut comes from. And it doesn't sound like a real scientific term, but it's very descriptive of what the actual problem is. The scientific term is increased intestinal permeability. And largely speaking, medicine has not acknowledged that that even exists right. until just recently. Right. But it's something that in the holistic space, people have been teaching for literally decades. Right. And medicine is now just starting to give it fancy names like small intestine and bacteria overgrowth or SIBO. Right. And what SIBO is, is when you're not having good digestive motility and stuff starts backing up, 
then the bacteria, like E. coli, start backing up from the large intestine into the small intestine. Oof. And we start getting overgrowth of bacteria in areas where they shouldn't be. Right. And so it's pretty interesting that now medicine's starting to recognize this, but we've known for literally decades that this is the major cause to almost all autoimmune issues. Right. Um, or at, at least a major factor in virtually every autoimmune issue. Uh, what what so poor nutritional status can also lead to gut yes. issues. So poor nutritional status has a lot of little subcategories going on in it, right? You're talking about vitamin deficiencies. We're talking about high carb, low fat diets. Yeah, and then and then certain processed things in food, specifically high fructose corn syrup, actually gets trapped in the lining of the gut. And the gut sets off an inflammatory response to it because high fructose corn syrup is so highly processed. It's actually been shown that it contains sometimes even high levels of of heavy metals like mercury and things like that due to the processing of it. Mm -hmm. So it sets off this huge inflammatory reaction in the gut and starts destroying the gut lining. And then gluten. Gluten can create a big issue, but more than gluten is the wheat. Yes. The wheat itself has been um, GMO, genetically modified, and contains glyphosate, which is the weed-killing compound that Monsanto created. And that stuff is like just wreaks havoc and destroys the gut. And so all of these things are things that most of us are exposed to on a regular basis. Like most people are under some stress. Most people don't get adequate sleep. Most people aren't hydrated really well. Right. Most people have consumed foods that contain, you know, inorganic wheat and or high fructose corn syrup because it's in everything now. And you have to be very careful about reading all the labels. I mean, it can literally be in things you wouldn't even think such as chewing gum, salad dressings, potato chips, because they use it as a binder or a filler in so many things. And so that being said, because most of us have dealt with all this, almost all of us probably have on some level leaky gut issues. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, I think your your final thing um, that's a problem in this is is oxygenation, poor oxygenation or lack of exercise. Yeah. And so when we're not getting proper exercise and we're not really getting tons of oxygen into our system, it's hard for our body to heal because of how critical oxygenation is to tissue. Tissue needs high oxygen saturation in order to really heal well. So, um, you know, I want to walk through a little bit, of this, but before we before we do, I want to tell a story because we always talk about how stories matter. Yes, because people, people matter. matter. Yep, and we really just believe that, and we do what we believe. So we just want to teach you guys um, through some stories because we just also find it to be a very powerful, very effective way to teach. So I had this one actually happen this week, and it's happened so many times before. I think we've even maybe told a story like this before, but this week I had a mom bring her son into the office, and the son. Um, the son has been to Children's Hospital in, here in Cincinnati, and it's been three months that they've been going back and forth trying to figure this out. Probably started before that, but in the last three months, he's barely been going to the bathroom. And, I mean, he's going, like, literally once every week or something like that. And then when he does go, because he can't control it and he doesn't know when he's going to go, he's having accidents, and 
you know, he's had accents at school. You know, it's it, so number one, it's pretty embarrassing. So sad. But number two, it's just extremely inconvenient. Right. And they know, and the worst part of it is, you know, the pediatrician wants to put him on Miralax, which is like liquid plumber for the intestines. Mm. And, and that's their answer to something like this. But the reality is they know that that's not addressing the cause. Like they, they're like, why is this happening in the first place? Just putting Miralax in the system and trying to push everything through isn't going to fix the cause of the problem. So when we hear these stories, we'll even hear things as crazy as like, oh, they think this um, the, the kid was born without proper connections and nerve endings in the colon. All these weird uh, theories on why this develops. <laughs> right, right. And uh, so long story short, the mom comes in because she's heard our radio show. She's uh, been on Facebook and in, in the you know group that we're active in, in the Holistic Practitioners group. And uh, she said, every time kids were mentioned, people referred to you and you were the only one who spoke with any level of certainty on how you help address these problems. Right. Everybody else is like, oh, you might want to try this or that. But, you know, she's like, you know, you just explain it in such a way. And so I just showed sense. her the gut brain connection. Like, look, signals from your brain control your gut via several nerves, your, your uh, lumbar and sacral nerves and also your vagus nerve, which is in your neck. And I go, if he has a subluxation in his neck or in his lower back. Right. And it's putting pressure on the nerves, then those signals aren't getting through the nerves very well. How well do you think the gut's going to continue to function, repair, and heal? Not at all. And so I'm like, what we're going to do is do an exam. We did an exam. His EMG scan showed that his nerves in his lower back and neck were both really agitated. Oh, no. We did some orthopedic tests, and one of the tests we did was called a sacral leg check. We put a little pressure on his sacrum and, sacrum and tried to have him lift his leg. His right SI joint was moving great. His leg would come up. His left SI joint was so locked up, he couldn't even move his leg. And so one gentle adjustment and that vertebra popped kind of like that sound I just made. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the kid kind of giggled. He laughed like you know, he was a little nervous at first when he heard it. It's a weird sensation. It's like feeling a big knuckle crack, but down near your butt. Right. And then we checked his neck and it did a small adjustment in his neck. He wasn't scared about that one. Now that he knew it was going to happen and moved very easily, very gently. So much so that you think that can't be it. Right. So they come in the next day because we're following up and, uh, I ask him, I go, how, how did, how did everything go? Do you feel anything different? He goes, no, I mean, I feel kind of the same. Um, but I pooed nine times yesterday. Nine times. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom's like, yeah, she said he went, um, not long after we left here. And then during the night he kept getting up to go to the bathroom. Well, why? Because what do we naturally do at night? We start detoxifying and our right. digestive system starts to, our, our parasympathetic nervous system, they call it the rest and digest system. Rest and digest, yes. And so he uh, he went into a, uh, you know a digestive state yeah. and started passing that stuff through. It was awesome. But imagine how much better this young man felt if he had nine bowel movements worth of stuff in his intestines. Oh my gosh! And imagine on top of that, you know, if that area is where the immune systems developed, if that area is where neurotransmitters are developed, you know, the dysfunction that was starting to happen there. And so the one thing I had the opportunity really to teach his mom and dad today was that this wasn't just constipation. This right. was a future serious bowel disorder. Yes. This was a future possible autoimmune disorder. Yes. This was a future possible mood disorder. You know, this was a future possible learning disorder because of what the gut controls. Right, right. Second brain. And so, you know, my question to you guys is, would you rather have a bad back or a bad brain? Yeah. Because when you have a bad back, when you have a subluxation, 
it's going to affect your brain. It's going to affect your brain because it's interfering with signals going back to the brain from all body parts. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about gut health and we're talking about, you know, digestive issues, but really the gut affects so many other things. So the next step is, is really teaching you guys how to fix and repair your gut. We haven't given you our phone number yet today, so I want you guys to call 513-777-7575. That's how you get a hold of us if you're wanting to schedule an appointment, or you go to AlignHealthCenter.com and click on, um, you can click on a button there to schedule as a new patient. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan and Ashley Berlin on 55KRC Talk Station. This is Align Your Health. We're talking about gut health today. And um, before, uh, before we get into the fixing your gut, we just want to reiterate some of the mood-related stuff. Because I think that's the thing going into, um, especially in the new year, people are excited. They're going to have some big goals this year. And so they want to feel good. But more importantly, they want, they want to be on top of their game. Dopamine and serotonin, two of the neurotransmitters are so important in our health. And dopamine is actually the chemical that's released when we get kind of hooked on something. Like yeah. dopamine's the reason why you keep checking Facebook. <laughs> Do- dopamine's the reason why you check your text messages. Right. That every time that it's a reward drug, we get a little hit of dopamine every time that we um, we go back to to you know open our Facebook or to check our text or to whatever. There's a reward system there with dopamine. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's the same reason why people actually get addicted to things like drugs and get addicted. They actually don't get addicted to the drug as much as they actually get addicted to the dopamine to hit the dopamine. that they get. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that dopamine is in the gut because we know that we have a lot of issues around you know dopamine um, excessive amounts of dopamine, but. The serotonin, I think, is the most misunderstood neurotransmitter. And so I know, Ashley, with studying uh, epigenetics, that serotonin is a big, you know, to do that you guys talk about because of what genes influence serotonin. Um, But 90% of it's produced in the gut. So give us a little walkthrough on what serotonin does in our body. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So exactly what you said, 90% of it is produced in the gut. So that's a huge statistic. Um, so it's definitely like a reason to, to give pause and to pay attention to what's happening though. So, you know, first of all, so we've already hit this topic a lot, but serotonin um, is used in bowel function. So most of the body's serotonin is found in the gastrointestinal tract and it regulates that bowel function and movement. So it's huge for that. And But secondly to that, it also plays a part in reducing your appetite appetite when you're consuming a meal. So that's really interesting to think about, right? Like, like, you know, there is, there is connection between weight gain and your levels of serotonin. And how unfortunate is this? It's kind of a vicious cycle, right? When you think about it. So you've destroyed your gut with everything that you've been consuming. And you're not moving stuff through really well. You're not moving stuff through really well. Serotonin's becoming more dysfunctional. Serotonin's becoming more dysfunctional. And then you're feeling this heavy increase where you're just hungry, and it's because your body, your gut isn't functioning right. So if you've watched your belly get bigger and bigger and bigger, this may be part of it. And w- sometimes when people start putting on the weight, their digestive system becomes more dysfunctional. They start noticing their bowels you know, get off track. Well, it's because it's a self-perpetuating right. cycle. Right. And then... You know, down the road, it's going to start creating, and this is like the next step. You know, we talked about it leads to autoimmune issues. It starts leading because of the leaky gut side of this. What right, else does serotonin right. do? Okay, so 
um, we you might already have an inclination towards this, but mood. Um, it's most well known in the brain for the major part that it plays in mood, specifically um, anxiety, depression, even happiness. Um, it's funny because uh, the best example that you can you can have is really um, like illicit uh, mood altering drugs like ecstasy or LSD. Those drugs actually specifically cause a massive increase in serotonin levels, hmm. and that's what that's what gives them that that mood altering you know thing that it does so um so yeah so it has a huge serotonin has a huge impact in mood wow so if you have decreased serotonin levels you're going to see things more like more depressive type stuff more uh more anxiety know, yeah more anxiety poor yeah. uh just not feeling good yeah and so that's happy. why how many of you guys have ever eaten a bad meal you know eating something you know you shouldn't eat or just went or went off the rails and like <laughs> your mood you just feel you feel sluggish you feel horrible or you know, you just you're lethargic, right? Right, right? And I always tell people that like it, when their nutrition's bad, sometimes you're you're not um you're not like a fine-tuned instrument, so you don't feel how bad you feel. Right. Yeah. However, when you clean up your nutrition, it's amazing how one bad meal can make you feel horrible right. because everything's right. working more efficiently and it's it's more fine-tuned. Right. And so it's kind of it, it, I mean, really it's a reward system in some aspect that when yeah. you clean up your nutrition, you feel the effects of bad nutrition more right, right. because of how efficiently things are functioning. Right, right. Yeah, it actually gives you like it gives you great pause when you eat bad. Serotonin meals. affects even more, right? I mean, we okay, it, so, uh, more systems. So we're we're talking about clotting. The third major role that it has in the is in the formation of blood clots. Right, so it's released by platelets when there is a wound, and um, the resulting vascular constriction that happens there, the narrowing of the tiny arteries, reduces blood flow and aids in the formation of blood clots. Wow. So you're telling me that if we start getting leaky gut or gut backed up or constipation and we start affecting serotonin levels, we can actually start causing an increase in clotting related issues. Right. Absolutely. Wow. That would make your blood more viscous. This means you're more susceptible to cholesterol related issues, to uh, high blood pressure related issues. And again, this goes back to cleaning up our gut, which ultimately means cleaning up our nutrition. Ultimately, I know it all leads back to And getting adjusted. Yep. And getting adjusted. Absolutely. So um, the next thing, the fourth thing that we're going to talk about is nausea. If you're eating something that is toxic or irritating, there's more serotonin that is produced. It rushes into the gut and increases the transit time to expel the the thing that's irritating your gut in the form of diarrhea. So um, it increases this blood serotonin levels. It causes you to feel nauseous by stimulating the nauseous area in your brain. So it's, it's it, it has a great purpose, um, but but yeah, it's going to cause you to feel nauseous if you're if you're eating something that's not, you know, if it's irritating, if it's not good for your body, if it's toxic. Wow. Right. So it's a, it's a really it's a seriously interesting thing. Um, the next thing that we're going to go to the fifth thing is that in bone density it affects your bone density. Studies have shown that per- persistent high levels of serotonin in the bones can lead to an increase in osteoporosis. Per- per- go ahead. Osteoporosis. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to steal that piece of paper yeah, from yeah, you yeah. that we were just you're just drawing your notes from because right. if we walk back through this again, people start having bowel issues. It yep. leads to mood related issues. It can start causing issues with our immune system, clotting, and then blood pressure and cholesterol-related issues. Right. As a result, we start feeling worse, more irritated, and more nauseous. It starts decreasing our bone density. Yep. Could it possibly get any worse? Yeah. <laughs> This might be the number one worst thing that's, that it does. And men, men, if we don't have your attention yet, we're going to get it right here. Are you yeah, ready? Yeah. It causes issues in sexual function. So low serotonin levels. Um, all right. All right. I'll clean up my gut. Okay. 
I'll clean up my you guy. I know that's what all the guys are thinking right now. They're like, you know what? You had me at sexual dysfunction. Right. I'm ready to right. clean up my gut now. You know, and, and but it's, you know, sometimes that's where you got to get you got to get people where it counts a little bit, right? Right. That um, with guys, I notice that sometimes they're not motivated until, like, for instance, back pain. Right. Same thing. We notice this with back pain. Back pain. The nerves in your lower back go to your, you know, your yeah. your. Uh, <laughs> Your, that wasn't your, a, that wasn't an inserted sound effect. That was actually <laughs> that you was actually making the sound effect. <laughs> and so your your reproductive organs are innervated right. by nerves coming out of your lower back. So guys right. come in, they've had back pain, they've had prostate issues. I'm like, and so this can lead to if you have lower back problems and you're not right. getting adjusted, it will eventually potentially cause uh, erectile dysfunction. And then right. guys are like, all right, fine, I'm in. <laughs> How many times a week do I have to be here? <laughs> And so the same thing with the nutrition, it's like cleaning all this up, like people know that they don't feel great. People know that they're having issues. They're getting on a a, a blood, you know, drug for uh, thinning out their blood. They're doing these other things. Their doctors put them on. But then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, we're going to mess with that. Um, that's, it's, that's, that's kind of like the last stop, especially for guys. I think women are there too. I think oh, absolutely. that yeah. hormonally, right? Yeah. What we mean is it's going to start really screwing. When we say sexual dysfunction. We don't mean just sex. We mean sex, but also sex hormones, which have a large influence over how we feel. I mean, women, if you're going through erratic, uh, menopause where hot flashes are out of control, so this, this is it. This is the cause. You got to clean up. The gut is a huge part of the issue. Right. And the, and the, and the correlation with the low serotonin and the sexual dysfunction is really, a, um, it's associated directly with the libido. So it's, it's, you know, the, the, that desire there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, that's a big, that's a big problem that we see in the office. We have a lot of patients come in that that might not be the primary thing that drove them in, but when they're, when they're filling out that paperwork, that is a piece of what's happening. And, um, it's definitely been, we've had a lot of patients that it's an added benefit where, where, you know, they report back later and they're like, Hey, my sleep's better. My, this is better. My, that's better. And also as a side note, you know, my um, sex life is improved. Right. It's wonderful. I'd say it's an added benefit. (laughs) If you're looking for help with that, give us a call at (laughs) 513-777-7575. You know, obviously we're, we're having some fun with this a little bit, right? But I, I, I just want to be really clear that we see those things improve all the time in our care because we help people with these things. Number one, we get their nervous system healthy. We get them adjusted. We remove interference. But number two, we start helping them in these areas, cleaning up their gut, getting it healthy, getting them on the right supplements, and getting them healing, just getting them healing in general. So if you want help with that, we do five uh, appointments every week that we keep open specifically um, for you guys listening to the radio, we have a shortened week coming up this week. And so give us a call at that number, 513-777-7575. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRCV Talk Station. I feel glorious, glorious. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin on Align Your Health on 55KRCV Talk Station. We're talking about fixing your gut. And now we're going to get to the part where you actually fix the gut. We've talked about the problems of leaky gut, how it affects serotonin and dopamine, our immune system, hormones, how it creates autoimmune related issues, and even messes with our sex life and libido. So let's talk about this. How do we fix our gut? Step number one. So we're going to give you guys a three-step process, but we're going to talk a little bit about each step. And the first one is you got to start removing the bad foods. The major offenders. Right. And so the major offenders, um, number one, I think everyone knows this one's coming because we just came off the holidays. Everyone knows they just consumed too much what? Sugar. Sugar. Right. Sugar is an immunosuppressant. It damages the immune system. 
It's an excitotoxin. It, it stimulates um, certain chemicals within the body that start wreaking havoc on the gut. Sugar itself does, you know, gives bad bacteria an opportunity to really flourish within the gut. And so you've got to start cutting out sugar. And, and not just not eating sweets, like that would be a smart place to start. Like if you're a, like, talk to a lady this week who drinks like four or five Diet Cokes a day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, when you had young children, would you ever let them do that? And she's like, no. I'm like, then what in the, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why would you do that to you if you right. knew it was bad enough that you wouldn't let your kids do that? Why are you doing that? Right. And, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, honestly, I think we just get into a habit and then it becomes an addiction. And then I think that we don't really be are honest with ourselves about how hooked we are. Oh, absolutely. And really, like, it's kind of just this huge lack of self-control. Like, you wouldn't, we wouldn't allow our kids to do that. Right, right. And so we got to really, you know, take, take hold of that. You know, it's really easy to say we want to be healthy. In fact, some people don't even say that. They just don't want to be diseased. And so when they're on their deathbed, they don't want more money. They don't want, you know, they don't even want more time to be sick. They want more health. They want their health back. Right, right. But I think we're so passive in our health. We are so passive. And I think that there's a there's an idea that there's all this time ahead of us that, oh, I you know, I could just decide to do that one day and I'll turn everything around. Like, I'll, I'll just stop doing that at some point in the time. But right now I'm just going to keep doing the bad stuff. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. Today, not tomorrow. Yeah. Like, let's let's. TNT. Right. Today, not tomorrow. We never know. I mean, I, I actually had the unfortunate situation last night where I had a new patient, and while she was getting her x-rays, she got the phone call that her dad had just passed. Yeah. And, um, you know, I actually had an opportunity to, you know, just pray with her and try to give her some comfort. But also in that moment, I realized, like, that could be any one of us at any time. Someone's going to get that phone call. We right. don't know when it's going to be. And so we have the opportunity now to make changes, you know, I mean, we have, I have so many reasons, but I mean, I have patients to take care of and, you know, awesome things happen in our life, but really we have three huge reasons, you know, our kids that like to make those changes now. So if you're a soda drinker, if you're a sweet eater, if you you like, you got to start cutting that stuff out and, and start really looking at the reasons you have. Start with your children, start with your spouse. Those are some huge reasons to be healthy this year in 2019. And the next step is starting to cut out the processed foods, the packaged foods, the, the, pre, the pre-made stuff, the stuff that's largely coming from a box bag, can, drive-through window. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about two of our rules are we don't eat from gas stations and we don't eat through windows. Right. <laughs> and so those are just, you got to find those, those solid yellow lines that you're right. not going to cross. Right. And then, you know, one of the, the big offenders and the reason we don't eat at fast food restaurants is because of not only the quality of the food, but then rancid fats, the Ugh. stuff that they're cooking in. So yep. sugar, processed foods, and rancid fats are three of your major, major, major offenders. I'm going to add two more in there that really affect the immune system. And one of them is wheat. Yes. And specifically GMO wheat because it contains a weed killer called glyphosate that will destroy your intestinal lining. The other one is conventional, inorganic dairy. Yes. Dairy, because of all the hormones and the antibiotics that are used in inorganic dairy. Organic dairy, even even dairy itself, if you've had a gut issue, your body is probably really sensitive to it because the dairy molecules are small enough that they've made their way through the barrier of your gut because it's leaky. And now all those... Dairy molecules, which contained antibiotics and stuff from the cow got, 
are now in your body and your body's creating an autoimmune response, but it doesn't recognize that it's an antibiotic. It recognizes that antibiotic is being carried on a protein, right. and that protein is the um, the protein that's in the milk, and so it starts attacking all milk. So if you have been on unconventional dairy for a long time and you're having gut issues, it's a wise idea to cut out dairy, period. Right. Not just inorganic, but to cut it out entirely. That's good. Thank you. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we have cut out dairy on multiple occasions in our right. life, and I will tell you that I always feel better when we do it. Yes. I'm not anti-dairy. I like cheese. I don't mind consuming some milk here and there, but we have kind of gone. We went from inorganic, probably when we were both being raised, to then right. eventually at some point maybe our parents started buying organic or we started buying organic. Right. We actually moved, believe it or not, and took the next step. We went to raw milk right. straight from the cow, and then we got to the point where we just don't consume a lot of milk anymore. We still right. use some cheese and stuff, but we've pretty much cut out most milk, right. and we use things like coconut milk, almond milk, hemp milk. Um, in place of those. But and you it's know, not it, that we're anti-dairy. No. It's just harder to get really good, clean dairy. Not anti-dairy. And if you're somebody who consumes dairy and you're trying to make that move from you know, organic dairy over to raw dairy, there's a lot of beautiful farms in Cincinnati and you can go sign up for you a, know, herd a, share. a herd share yep. um, and get raw dairy there. And I would really encourage you to do that above you know, anything else. Yeah. Yep. And um, so the next step is then now that you're cutting out those foods, so sugar, processed foods, rancid fats, wheat and dairy, Replace them with good foods. People are like, well, then what do I eat? Well, focus on fresh veggies. Yes. Low sugar fruits. Your best ones are usually berries. Berries, green apples. Berries, green apples. Um, you know, the more tart it is, usually the lower sugar it is. But berries are a great go-to. Plus, they're full of phytonutrients and antioxidants. So blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, and then lean proteins and quality fats. Uh, if you're looking for a good plan, go to AlignHealthCenter.com and click on the store. Get the Align Your Health book. There's yes. an amazing plan in there called the Advanced Plan that will help you to get through this. The Core Plan is actually a really amazing plan as well. The Advanced Plan will help you reverse leaky gut. You know what's really interesting about this is that when we're looking at, you know, step two being replace and just have replace with good foods, have a good diet. Like here here's the converse of that. And what we talked about last segment is all those issues, right, in your gut with with eating poor making poor food choices and then causing gut issues. And then you're having issues with serotonin. And serotonin, listen, like if you don't want to clean up your gut, then here's the other thing you could do. You could go to your doctor and you could get on a medication for bone density. You could get on a medication for nausea. You could get on a medication for clotting. You could get on a medication for mood. Believe me, there's a lot of medications for mood. That's one of the number one most prescribed things right now out there. Um, you could get on a medication for bowel function and for sexual function. So that's six medications right now that you could be having to take just because you're not willing to clean up your nutrition. Wow. So it's really like, that's I mean, a it's great, a choice. That's a great point. Now you're on Warfarin, Nexium, Viagra, right. you know, and, and all these other ones when all you have to do is let's clean up that gut and get that nutrition back on right, track and right. then get adjusted. Absolutely. Number three. So the third step after you remove the bad foods, it's going to take you probably 30 days before you really start feeling the turnaround of getting the crap out of your system. The next is, that was a pun there. Um, the next is the second part is getting the good food in. And that's probably going to take you that same 30 days or so to just get used to switching that over and then rebalancing your gut with probiotics. And I'm going to actually preface this by saying pre and probiotics. 
that prebiotics are oligosaccharides. They're a type of a sugar molecule, um, not not sugar as, as in table sugar, but they're a type of a sugar molecule that actually feeds the good bacteria. Right. So oligosaccharides, you know, we use things like um, kombucha, yes. uh, kefir, uh, fermented vegetables. Yes. We'll actually ferment our own vegetables sometimes. And um, so you can do that. It's actually cheaper where probiotics can cost you $30 to $90 for a good probiotic. Right. Um, you can make your own fermented foods and fermented teas, usually for pennies on the dollar. And I recommend, you know, kombucha is a great way to start, uh, really easy to start making. But, and then, um, but but our product, again, if you go to AlignHealthCenter.com and you click on store, you'll see the one we use. We use a vitamin D product that contains pre and probiotics. It's amazing. And then we have a very specific probiotic product as well. And both of those, I, I personally, because my gut's doing pretty well, use just the vitamin D with probiotics and pre and probiotics. But um, we get some people with gut dysfunction on the you know strict probiotic right. to get even more. Right. Um, but that's really critical when it comes to gut health. So remove the bad foods, replace with good foods, rebalance with probiotics. Right. And I, you know, here, here's what I think we should finish with. And this is Dr. Roger Sperry. He's a Nobel Prize recipient. He says that 90% of the stimulation and nutrition to the brain is generated by the movement of the spine. So it's important to have a great digestive system, but your spine has to be healthy. Your spine has to be healthy because it's literally the conduit for your nervous system as all the life-giving signals are coming from your brain to every organ in your body. Bad spine, bad nerves, bad nerves, bad organs, bad organs, bad health. Right. And so as a chiropractor, our job is to adjust the spine, remove the interference, and help get the body healing. If you're looking for help with that, call us at 513-777-7575. Come visit our beautiful new office and meet my extremely friendly staff. And uh, you will love the place, I promise you. You guys have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week. See you then. Be blessed. This is Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.